Welcome everybody to Inside the Mind of Marcus Martez, Season 1, Episode 20. 20. Let me ask y'all this though. Have you ever been educated on porn? Uh, do you believe that porn is okay and it's somewhat healthy? As I get ready for No Nut November, I thought it'd be a good idea to do an episode on the power of porn and the benefits of not watching porn and masturbating. Inside the mind of Marcus Matez starts now. I'm on some full moon energy for this episode. It's 3.30, October 31st. 2020. I actually, I was going to do this episode this morning. Last night, I fell asleep. I had my son last night. I got him this weekend and I put him to bed last night. And it was like 8 30. I fell asleep with him. And I was going to wake up. I'm sorry. I fell asleep with him. And then I woke up at like 11 30. And I was just hype. I just had all kind of energy. And I was like, well, you know what? Full moon energy on. On schedule because I have all kind of energy right now and I got up and I just started working on my notes for this podcast and I was going to record it after I finished my notes I was going to record it but then my, my son woke up at like 1 30 he woke up he wakes up asking for apples apples so I'm in the bed I go in the room and we have a full-blown conversation at 2 a.m. about how he wants apples and I'm up here trying to tell him, like, you're not getting no apples. So we're having this conversation, and he would not go to sleep. He would not go to sleep for the next two hours until he got some grapes. That's how my October 31st morning started. Talking to him, talking to my son about grapes and apples. So I didn't record it this morning, but I was ready to. So now he's in there asleep. So I'm trying to record this episode now before he wakes up, which he might wake up during because it's about that time soon but i got that full moon energy and also i recorded that i recorded us talking and i'm gonna add it at the end of this episode it's funny so i got that full moon energy november is also birthday month i turn 37 on the 27th yeah sagittarius <laughs> so i got that Full moon energy. I got that birthday energy. Uh, uh, November's going to be good. November's going to be good. And I'm also starting November off with a challenge. I just ended a plank and squat challenge for October. Just finished that. That was tough. My back hurts. I got to go. Uh, I got two massage appointments next week because my back hurts from doing that challenge. But I did it though. I missed two days, but I doubled up on. Uh, the ones I missed, I doubled up the next day. That was a tough challenge. Whew. But I got the momentum, though. And I'm carrying that momentum to November as far as like being like consistency, that self-discipline. I am doing another challenge. And that's where this episode comes in. No Nut November. Also known as the No Fap Challenge. What that means is... Uh, that's when one goes the entire month of November without masturbating or watching porn. 
or they go an entire month without watching porn, without masturbating, and without having sex. PMO, porn, masturbation, orgasm. So where no fap comes from is when a guy, when he's watching porn, he's making that fapping, not watching porn, but oh, he could be watching porn, uh, but when he's masturbating, uh, he makes that fapping sound when he's masturbating. So that's where the no fap comes from. And how I even got started or how I even know about no fap and no nut is, um, if you recall from my morning routine episode, I briefly talked about how I leveled up in 2018 practicing semen retention. Well, here I am talking about it. And I'm going to tell you the story how me finding out I was going to be a father changed my mindset when it came to not only semen, but watching porn and masturbating and sex. It just changed my thoughts on all that. So here's the story. How it all started. It was April 2018 when I found out I was having my son. When I found out I was having a child. It definitely it was not something that was planned. It, it just happened. It was one of those things when it, when it happened. Everyone in my circle was like, no, not you. What? No. Because I, people know me in my circle. I'm always careful. Like, I I don't mess around with that. I use protection. I don't be out there in the streets like that. But this time around, I did not. My pullout game was not on point that night. <laughs> No, nah, seriously though, uh, it wasn't planned. And at the time, uh, me and my son's mother, and we only had been talking for a few months, so it was. When I say it wasn't planned. It was a total shock. But after a month or two, after initial excitement of the news that I was going to be a father had wore off, something shifted in me. And believe it or not, um. It was just the news of me being a father, and it just hit me differently than I think the average man. It was just total, total different. What's the word I'm looking for? It, like I said, it just hit me totally different than the average person. Um, I say that because two things happens. Two things happened when I found out I was having a, a child, and after that initial excitement wore off. First thing was. I was relieved. Man, let me tell you. I was relieved. Because one, I knew subconsciously that I've always wanted a kid. Like, always wanted a little mini-me. But I never knew how it was going to happen. Because I'm not the one. I know me. If anyone knows me, I know me. And I'm not the one that's going to, like, climb the relationship ladder, you know, Meet someone, date, move in, get married, have kids, settle down, live that fairy tale life of being together happily ever after. That's not my style, and I knew that, so I knew that's not I was going to have a kid that way. And but I always thought about adopting a kid, but I just never had been. I just haven't been in a position financially yet to do so. Um, 
So when I, when I found out I was having a kid, I was relieved because it happened. I was like, okay, it happened. I knew it was going to happen at some point in my life, but here it is. It's just the timing caught me off guard. I just didn't expect it to happen at that moment in my life. But, you know, God's timing. And God was like, okay, it's time for you to be the dad. Um, you're going to be a father to this child, and you're going to have a child with this woman, and y'all are going to make it work. I'm like, okay. And then when I found out I was having a boy, I was like, oh, it's a wrap. I'm supposed to be a father. I'm supposed to have my own son. So I just knew that. I just felt like not only was I released subconsciously, I also felt like it was just something I'm supposed to do to be a father to my son, Memphis. Secondly, this is what really hit home and which this is why I say I don't think it hit it hit me differently than I, it hits the average man when they find out they're having a child. I was like, wow, I created a life. Wow. Knowing that I created something shifted my thinking tremendously. When I was prepping for this episode, I tried to find the words to describe this mental shift, but I couldn't. I still can't. Life-changing shift in my conscious state of mind. That's what I came up with, but I feel like it's deeper than that. So during the summer of 2018, you know, after our, the whole initial excitement, initial excitement wore off, I would just have these deep thoughts late at night, thinking the craziest things. I was deep in the weed too. Just smoking and thinking. Just 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 letting it sink. Like, I created a life. I'm blown away. And it was kind of like any doubt I had about myself at the time. Any doubt I had about my self-worth. I, that's when I began to really question things. Because I just did something t- to myself. I just did something marvelous. And when I say marvelous, it's like, I created a life. That's a, I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing. And when I used to take his mom, we used to go to the ultrasound appointments and we used to go to the, the midwife appointments. And I can like see the pictures of my little dude and uh, over time, like hear him and her belly. I was like, oh my God, I created that. That's my seed. So it just blew me away. It was just, it would just blow me away. So that summer, I just did a lot of deep thinking. And out of that think, out of that deep thinking and out of this like sense that I created life, I began to wonder, I was like, what if I kept that energy inside me? Because I believe, you know, we are energy. Our bodies are made up of energy, mental energy. We got thoughts, beliefs, attitudes. You know, we got the physical energy, our human body, the cells, our atoms, the tissue, the entire body system, physical energy, all this energy that we give off creates our realm and our human energy field. So I know that's I know that we are energy and just boom. And just all that thinking. And just from that point on, that summer, I just started to put out there in the universe. I'm like, what is this? Teach me more. I want to know more about this, this energy that just came out of me. So what really jumped off my research when it came to this was uh it was a trip to the ATL. It was a summer, let's see, it was August that summer, summer of 2018. I had went down to visit my brother Marcel in Atlanta, and my brother Christian, he came up from Florida. So, Sale had the spot, C, he had the weed, and we just linked up, and we just kicking it in the A. 
uh, one day we was out on the balcony and I'm not sure how the conversation came up, but uh, me and Seal start talking about porn and masturbation. And C brought that good weed because this conversation came out of nowhere. Crazy. But we just start, you know, Sale just start talking about porn and masturbation. And we were just having uh, these conversation. And there's like a confirmation of me. Like I wasn't crazy to think what I was thinking. Like I'm on to something. You know, it just I just happened to link up. I just happened to link up with a like-minded individual. And boom. Marcel, he just started, he started schooling me on it. You know, he was talking, talking to me, teaching me about porn, how he didn't watch it no more, how he stopped masturbating. And, you know, he, he hooked me up on some uh, YouTube videos and some books. And like, appreciate it, bro. My brother, he's younger than me. He's 20. How old Marcel at the time? 24? I don't remember. I mean, he was schooling me and I was 30 something. Mid 30s. So when I got back to the A, I'm sorry, when I got uh, back to Canada from the A, I, I don't know, when I got back, I got fired. That's another story for another podcast. I got to tell you about the time I got fired from a job. <sighs> oh, man. But when I got back to Niagara, I just started educating myself. I started educating myself. I started reading the books he had told me. Um, I started watching the YouTube videos. And to my surprise, when reading and researching all this, and researching about the power of semen, I, I noticed that the foundation of everything was really about just not watching porn. That was it. That's something I did not expect. So, like, again, like I said, I started watching YouTube videos, uh, education videos that talked about porn, that talked about nofap, uh, hearing testimonials from men who was addicted to porn, reading blogs. I got a hold of this book called... Um, your Brain on Porn by Gary Wilson. So that's how it all jumped off. And since 2018, almost two and a half years ago, I've been battling the power of pornography. Pornography. Something that society says it's okay to watch. Something society says that is normal, that is healthy. But what people fail to realize, what the society fails to realize is that pornography has some dangerous side effects. And if one person, if you ain't careful, pornography can ruin your life. And let me take y'all inside the mind. Let me tell you how I think, how I view and think uh, about porn. So first you got to understand how this game works. We got this neurotransmitter in our nervous system called dopamine. What is dopamine? Uh, dopamine. It's a chemical in the body that's responsible for transmitting signals between the nerve cells and the brain. Dopamine is a feel-good type of hormone. Dopamine gives us that sense of pleasure. Uh, dopamine provides us with motivation. It's something responsible for seeking and searching for rewards. A couple examples. When you eat something delicious like a cupcake or you have that bottle of Coke, that's that the brain that releases dopamine when you spend hours and hours on that video game trying to level up you get that dopamine kick if you're a college student and you drag your behind out of class uh, out of bed to go to class that's that dopamine that's that motivation dopamine rewards us with that feel good feeling that makes us feel good so externally in this world um, I say externally, some uh, things that's not natural that gives us that kick, that feel good kick, like caffeine, 
alcohol, drugs, sh uh, sugar, all work off dopamine receptors. They're designed to be addicted. That's why folks have a hard time getting off of sugar. That's why how folks have a hard time getting off alcohol, uh, getting off coke, uh, getting off caffeine, because those things are designed to mess with your dopamine receptors. So as humans in today's age, in today's world, we see more and more and more of it because it's everywhere, everywhere. Um, and all those things just stimulate the brain, stimulate those dopamine receptors. That's why I like drugs like cocaine and sugar are so addictive because it triggers the brain to release massive amounts of dopamine. That's why folks be acting the way they do right now. Geeked up on all this sugar and all this junk and folks don't know if you keep at it and you keep searching these external feel-good satisfactions you end up depleting your dopamine reserves which like the sugar roller coaster you're gonna go up you're gonna go down you're gonna go up you're gonna go down and when you're down you're gonna try to get back up and you're gonna look for that kick again thus the cycle continues and when you have dull dopamine levels the side effects that it has on our mind and our body, you can know it's noticeable. You're, you're tired, you're fatigued, you ain't got no motivation, you got crazy mood swings, you become addicted to whatever you're hooked on the sugar, the drugs, the video games, you, memory loss, social anxiety, you got depression, and all that when your dopamine levels are low. So you might think, or you might think, you shouldn't think, or one might think, ain't no way porn has the same effect uh, on the nervous system like sugar or caffeine. You know, there ain't no way that porn has the same effect on the brain like cocaine. And that's where we are wrong. Sexual, sexual stimulation is the most dopamine stimulating activity that you can naturally partake in. When it comes to sex, the body has always greatly rewarded us because it's a natural thing sex is natural you're gonna get the most dopamine from it because it's it's we're just it's, it's how we're designed this that's how, that's how god designed us it's supposed to be a reward it's natural and going back to the whole energy thing sex is nothing but really um an exchange from an exchange of energy from one person to another you know sex that is sacred exchange of energy and like I said, my views on sex will change too, but I'll talk about that on the next episode. So sex is important. Sex is crucial for survival, but not porn. Porn is like tricking the mind that you're having sex when you're really not. Rewarding yourself for work you ain't doing. So with porn, you're getting that dopamine kick. You can have it, you can have it every day, multiple times a day. Y'all feel me? So, all right, let me uh, illustrate this for you. Okay, think of a bar graph. On on the y-axis, you got your percentages, starting at zero and going up to 300. On the x-axis, on the bottom of the graph, you got your, your, your categories. You got food, sex, uh, sex and morphine, and cocaine. Excuse me. So... The first bar, you got, you know, your foods and sugar foods, cupcakes, snacks, soft drinks. That's the food category. And that dopamine bar goes up to about 150%. Then 
Next, you got morphine, which is tied with sex at 200%. And then the, last, the, the, the third bar, you got cocaine at 300%. So this is, this is the dopamine graph. Y'all picture it? Okay. So first, you got your sugary foods. That's a given. We live in a world that's addicted to sugar. That's because the way sugar jacks up our, jacks up our brain. Then you got your you got your morphine, you got your sex. Those both have addictive capabilities. And then you got, you know, there's some cocaine. So topping off the graph at 300 percent like I said. But because cocaine has massive rewards, but because of its high cost and its difficulty, the difficulty to get it and the risk of overdose, it's not something people seek and do often for pleasure. But with porn. You can stay at 200% for as long as you like. And unlike cocaine, porn is free. There's no risk of overdose. And there's an unlimited supply. So it's not as it's not a, it's not as potent as, as cocaine, but it's it it hits the mind like it, if that makes sense. So you can end up taking a little bump, you can take bump, you can take a little bump of porn and you just end up messing up everything, you know, getting addicted. And then you add something called a Coolidge effect. The Coolidge effect is, is something that's seen in animals that when, when males are, um, males exhibit like a renewed sexual interest whenever a new female is introduced into, um, I guess introduced her to their environment, even though they have a primary partner, they can a new female can come into their I say whatever their area and they'll have a renewed sexual interest. For example, um a scientific study was done when scientists put a male mouse in a cage with a female mouse and they would just have sex all the time. Like the male mice would just be killing it. And over time, you know, this male mice and female mice female mice would have sex. The male mice dopamine receptors, dopamine levels would decrease because he was just having so much sex with his mice. And over time, he would come, he would come less and less interested in having sex with his female mice. And soon he would just have a hard time reaching orgasm and just lose all interest in having sex with his female mice. But check this out. When a new mice or when a new mouse was introduced into the cage, that male rat who had lost interest with the primary female, uh, I said rat, rat mouse, y'all get what I'm trying to say. When the, when the male rat was, he had originally lost interest with the female rat that was already in there, in the cage. But when this new rat came into the cage, his dopamine levels shot all the way up. Like he was ready. You couldn't even tell this rat had lost interest before because he got some new rat tang tang in the cage so he was all ready to go so the sign the scientists they observed this and they would just keep they would just keep putting new and new female rats in the cage and this male rat he would just have sex until he just physically couldn't not have he physically couldn't he physically couldn't be able to perform that's the coolidge effect so when it comes to watching porn and then you add the coolest effect in there, you can constantly keep your dopamine levels at around 200% and by watching porn and jumping from video, jumping through video and jumping to a video 
and you mess around, you be on watching porn for hours and hours and hours, and boom, every new video site taking a little little bump of cocaine. And during all this time, watching these all these new videos and watching porn for all these experience, uh, all these extended periods of time, you're flooding your brain with dopamine levels that's equivalent to hardcore drugs. And then when that happens, your brain starts decreasing the amount of dopamine receptors. And over the years of watching porn, one person can do some serious damage to their dopamine reward circuits. Again, you tired all the time, you ain't got no motivation, crazy mood swings, you addicted, you got cloudy memory, you can't remember nothing, you got social anxiety, you don't know how to talk to women, you don't know how to make eye contact with nobody, and you're depressed. And you wonder why so many men out there right now have these mental disorders because they're constantly screwing with the with their dopamine receptors all up in this porn. And the bad part about it is we live in a society that encourages us to watch porn. It's normal. It's healthy. It's it's it, people need it. Okay. Okay. Women, let me ask you this. If you if you a female and you listen to this. And you've been cheated on. Let me ask you: Was your man involved in porn? Did he watch porn? I just, I just explained the Coolidge effect. Did you encourage it? You know. Let me ask you this as well: If you had a man that watched porn, would you consider it cheating? I when I when I used to date, I, don't, I don't really don't put that much effort into it no more. But when I used to. I used to ask those questions. I'm like, um, if you had a man that watched porn, would you consider that cheating? And I'm like, no, I don't think so. As long as he doesn't have like physical sex with other women, I don't think it's cheating. But I just think it's normal. It's fine. But I'm like, what's the difference? Ain't that cheating? So you're saying it's okay for your man to get off the other women. You're saying it's okay for him to think about women uh whenever he wants the women that he watches on the videos so you're saying to me that if he has sex with another woman physically is cheating but it's okay for him to get off to other women while watching porn which mainly takes away from your pleasure that's okay ain't that cheating uh that's true but it's kind of different like okay I, mean, I can't have these conversations with you. I can tell we're not going to get anywhere. But yeah, that's kind of off topic. But you get what I'm saying. Porn will jack one up. It will jack up relationships. Look at Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods and his sex addiction. Sex addic- addiction. Um, I was reading something that it was known that he was addicted to porn. And that messed up that man's life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, have y'all heard of Ted Bundy? Ted Bundy, uh, he was an American serial killer and a rapist who was known for killing 36 women during the 70s, I believe. Uh, he did an interview that was conducted in prison and he goes, and I quote, I'm no social scientist and I haven't done a survey and I don't pretend I know what John Q. Citizen thinks, but... I have lived in prison for a long time and I met a lot of men who were motivated to commit violence just like me 
and without exception, every one of them was deeply involved in pornography without a question. Without exception, deeply influenced and consumed by an addiction to pornography. There's no question about it. End quote. Now you gotta think about like molesters and the child pedophiles and you know, I'm sure they weren't always like that. I'm sure they started off soft or, you know, they just started off with porn and just they just needed to feed that addiction. They needed that coolish effect, you know, they needed that next that whatever level it takes you after you get tired of where you are when you first started watching or one when one first started watching porn. You know, but we as an anxiety encouragement encourage to watch porn. It's good. It's normal. It's healthy. Okay. Like I said, I've been I've been at this for about two and a half years now. I've had success with it. I've had my moments where I failed, but also have had success. I know the benefits of not watching porn and not masturbating. And once you get past those first few days, no, you get past those first few days with no porn and no masturbation, you and you start experiencing some major breakthroughs. I mean, you you, you know, there's less anxiety. You got more motivation. Your social skills start to increase. More energy. Negative. Your negative thoughts, they, they ain't no more. And when you get to like day seven, that's when a man's testosterone levels jumped up to about 145%. And you start feeling alive. I tell you, you got more self-esteem. Less fear. You, you grow some balls. You become You become more blunt, more honest. Just smooth with it. Just smooth. You're telling you. I was reading something. And you want to think about it on a macro scale. Mike Tyson went five years with no. Uh, five years without having sex. And you saw what he did to people. He was knocking motherfuckers out boy. <sighs> telling you. There's some benefits. So I'm doing this challenge. To encourage people. Encourage my followers. If you are struggling with this there's benefits i'm not going to encourage you to watch porn i'm going to encourage you not to so you can level up and see what the other side of not watching porn is like the benefits and i'm gonna give you i'm about to give you right now some tips so you can get those benefits and a strategy so you can get off porn and you can fight those urges Fight the urges when you want to masturbate. Real quick, number one, keep busy. If you're bored, most likely you're gonna cave in. So keep busy, keep active, keep you know. Don't just find yourself stagnant. Just keep moving. Two, make a list. If you want, if you really want to break an addiction, you gotta make your list. Make a why list. When, why you want to do this, why you want to get off porn, why you want to stop masturbating, you know, why you want to start this challenge change, you know, why you want to start this lifestyle change. So whenever you feel like you're about to relapse, just take a look at your list. Uh, three, go for a walk outside. If it's during the day and you feel like you got the, you about to cave, just take a walk outside, 
vitamin D has been known to boost dopamine levels. And if it's at night and you feel the urge, do some push-ups, meditate, pray. Just, you know, you gotta you gotta be mindful and just know when you're about to um at night say, okay, I feel like I'm about to let me get on the get down and give me 20, or let me turn my mind off and meditate. Let me ask God for help. Uh for human interaction. I know that's hard these days with Corona and all that with the social distancing, but try not to, um, try to get some human interaction, do some FaceTiming, reach out to friends, go on a social distance walk, um, spend more time with your kids, you know, connect with someone, man or female, male or female, whichever, um, that you can share time and space with just human interaction. It's key. Find someone accountability part if you're able to hold you accountable. Um, that helps. Uh, number five, clean up your visual exposure. Stay off social media at night. Stay off uh, Facebook, Snapchat, the gram. Just stay off of it. You want to avoid anything sexually that can trigger us. And I know my Instagram, my news feed be all out. I don't, it's just, I don't know. They just, they just, they got, I guess it's that algorithm stuff. I don't know how that stuff works, but you like, you like one person's picture and like, it'll just more of a pictures of that. More pictures of what you like will be in your little feed. So if you like someone who, you know, post some sexy stuff, you know, they, they show a little cleavage and a little something like that. Boom. You all messed up. That's that trigger. So you gotta clean up your visual exposure. If you follow Instagram models, go ahead and uh, follow them. Bible says you will be tempted and want lying. Avoid watching shows, movies that will tempt you. So if you at night, go ahead and put your phone and laptop in the other room. Don't let don't don't let your urges gain momentum. So and also if you if you dating multiple people, go ahead and communicate with them. Like look. Don't be sending me no booty photos in the month of November. I, I got goals to reach. Women will respect that. Or they should. But women will respect that. Uh, six. Have sex. I'll get deeper in this on the next episode. But like I said, it's a natural stimuli. It's healthy. It'll help with your urges when it comes to masturbating or watching porn. So yeah, enjoy. Have sex. Just don't deplete yourself. Just because one can doesn't mean they need to, so use it as, look at it like as medicine that you need it from, uh, from leap relapsing so you don't fall into temptations of porn and masturbating. Uh, seven, take cold showers. Here I am talking about cold showers again. If you feel the urge, take a cold shower. Don't make this shit go away. Trust me. Uh, also to help with urges, make yourself tired. So the energy that you're not using, the energy that you're not channeling towards watching porn and masturbating, use that extra time and energy to be active. Use that energy to work out, work on your business, channel it towards working on your craft. Transfer this extra energy and time to positive things. So at the end of the day, you're tired and you ain't got enough energy to, to watch porn. So make yourself tired. <clears throat> and lastly, uh, download the Reddit app. Reddit, 
they have this community called the No Fap Community. Uh, about seven hundred thousand members on this in this community, and you'll be able to read other men's testimonies, find motivation. You can get hella support there. So yeah, download the Reddit app, join the No Fap Community. And lastly, really just stay positive. If you want to take on this challenge, you can do this. You know, I'm doing it. You can do it. Ain't nothing special about me. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I bleed just like you. So you can do this. We can do this. And if it's something new for you, don't beat yourself up. If you get into this and you get in this and you relapse, it's okay. It's a, this is also a time to be compassionate and demonstrate some self-love. Uh, just make it through one day. Focus on the day, one day at a time. Practice living in the now and build from there. One day will turn to two days. Two days turn to four days. Four days turn to eight days. And just keep building, keep building, keep building. Keep practicing self-love. Now, that's how, you, that's how you get. That's how you do it. And if you ain't got no game, meaning if you a guy and you have trouble talking or approaching women, do this challenge. You will have so much challenge. You will have so much confidence after doing this NoFap challenge that you'll be able to talk to any woman you want. You'll be so smooth. I'm telling you. And then your outlook on women will change too after you do this challenge. Like when you do have sex without the influence of porn or masturbating, sex is way more intense. It's like all your senses, all your senses, the slightest touch feels like uh, I can't describe it. Like foreplay is just as good as intercourse. And after this extended period of not watching porn and masturbating, you. As a man, you will stop viewing women as objects. You will stop viewing women like they some piece of meat. You will view them. You will view women as human beings. Um, and sex is it. Once you go through this challenge, sex won't be all that you think about either as a man. And you know how women say like, "All men, all they want is sex." Okay. If you a man, go thirty days. Without porn, masturbation, and sex, and see if that's true or not. Women will be flocking to you. Trust me. The law of attraction. I'm telling you, this energy thing, this energy thing ain't no joke. Like, energy don't lie. And energy, and with the laws of the universe and the laws of attraction, if you're keeping all that energy inside you, the laws ain't gonna lie. Women will be attracted. It's like, it's, 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 I can't, you have to experience it to put it in the words. And I'm not saying it's like, I'm kind of this showing this pig or something. I'm just saying this as a man who was addicted to porn. Now, as a man who has taken his power back, excessive porn and masturbation puts one in a mental prison. You're not in control of your life. You're not when you're watching porn. You're not, you're not yourself. But when you stop when you stop fapping, it's like you break the chains of being a slave. You take charge and control back of your mind. The man who succeeds in no fap conquers himself mentally. That's how you level up in this motherfucker. Y'all feel me? Or one way at least. And when you stop watching porn, and because our bodies are so forgiving and amazing, our dopamine levels return back to normal. So for this month of November, 
I'm going 30 days. No porn, no masturbating, no sex. And I welcome my followers to join me. You don't have to add sex to this. I'm just wanting to challenge myself on another level and not partaking in all three. So it'd be the first time for me going 30 days doing all three. It's 2020, the year of leveling up. Let's go. But check this out, though. The energy and semen that isn't being wasted, the body will channel it up through the body. And on a spiritual level, you will reap even more benefits. That's where I'll pick up next episode. Semen retention and the seven chakras. Crazy how I learned all this just by having a child. Told you my experience. Uh, told you my experience wasn't the norm. Well, I'm not normal, so it makes perfect sense. Hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I appreciate it for the time you take another day to listen to me talk. You know, I just got me a dopamine boost just by completing this episode. That natural high. Yeah, my son just woke up too. Good timing. Oh yeah, remember to listen for our little conversation at the end of this episode. Um, today's affirmation. My only work is to relax and breathe. My only work is to relax and breathe. If you haven't already, subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. If you want to holler at me, Get at me on the ground at Marcus underscore Martez. Always remember, be peace, be love, be happy. Until next episode, hurrah out. Why are you whining? Why are you up? Why aren't you sleeping? Why aren't you asleep? What do you want? Two apples, two and two wings, apples. It's too early for apples. It's 2 a.m. You should be asleep. We worry about apples. Sheep. Yeah, you should be sleep. Yeah, you should be sleep. But you asking about some apples. You get apples later in the morning. But not right now. You need to sleep. Apples. Yeah, you can have one, two, three, four apples, but right now you need to go to sleep. Nothing, you know, apples. Why you just break wind in my face? Say excuse me. Say excuse me. You see me? Yeah. You see me? It's your excuse. Excuse you. Are you? Stop pooing in my face. Alright, come on, let's go to sleep. Good teeth? Yep, let's go to sleep. Time for sleep.
the apples in the morning. Okay. Hold it. Peace.